0: What's happening Ingrid? It's been a, it's been a long week for me. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got the Rona.
1: The Rona. Oh yeah, no. I think so. Our precious God is under the
0: weather. <laughs> but I didn't miss a single reading. I did like 22 readings in <laughs> in, a, in a week where I was like Scott. had a fever and Sore throat, coughing in people's ears. Thank you to everyone who uh, endured my coughing at them while I was sharing the knowledge of the planets and stars.
1: The magic of Zoom.
0: Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah, you know, here I am. A lot of people out there love Ingrid. It's like you're you're building a a Virgo army. Aww. I'm I'm just I'm always very intrigued by. The reverence that you receive from the other Virgos out there. So They love you.
1: (laughs) My Virgo friends. Yeah,
0: exactly. They really relate to your perspective on life.
1: They're like, yeah, I'm a bitch too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I've been working on uh, this film project. Yeah. And my critical Virgo nature is definitely coming out and working with some new creative partners Mm -hmm. and used to working with, you know, you, Scott, who is very, you're always prepared. You're always on time. It's always just very consistent. And then I have Chris, who's like the planner of all planners, just like going a thousand miles an hour. And then uh, working with some new people coming in at the end of a project. And shit is not chill.
0: Well, and it's all happening during mercury retrograde too No, so. i was
1: editing the podcast and <laughs> i was like oh my god like this big thing is coming up and yeah the communication has just been i feel like i've been over communicating to make sure we're all on the same page i'm pretty sure you know maybe retrograde has something to do with it but i feel like one of these people is like out in planet you know pluto somewhere yeah it's it's been
0: rough well i think that yeah it Maybe it's the retrograde that brought this person That's not a good communicator Mm. Into your life You know, this is a hard time to start a new Sort of partnership With somebody
1: I mean, at one point, Chris wrote on a little piece of paper Like, because he's, like, poking me under the table Like, basically, to, like, shut the fuck up, Ingrid Like, you're too much Yeah Which makes me extra irritated But then at at one point, he wrote on a piece of paper Be nicer (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I am trying my hardest to be nice, but I'm in the position of getting something done by a deadline with people that are not going to get it done by the deadline. So, you know, it's like being nice, isn't going to get the job done. And yeah. it's, it's not like I'm being mean. I'm just being realistic and telling people when they're not going to accomplish the goals that we set out to Yeah, and it kind of, is a weird position to be in coming in at the end when people have been working on it for a really long time. And I'm like, yeah, you have a fucking week. So pull your head out of your ass and do something.
0: Well, you know what your North node tells you to do and that's be direct. So
1: I've been practicing it. That's for sure.
0: That's it. You know, and Chris says be nicer, but we know how sometimes Chris can be nice and then he's nice for too long and then he, explodes in a rage
1: yeah it's so interesting just the the balance of how to communicate in different situations how aggressive you need to be how can you be forward and direct with with also still being kind how do you deliver an impactful message that you know maybe gets people up on their feet and moving without discouraging them and then also hating you so I mean I think hopefully they said they want to work with me again so far but the the project is not quite finished and after we record I
0: feel like there's a lot of work to do. do.
1: Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll see what happens in the end but I'm overall I'm having a lot of fun working on a creative team. So
0: good. Hopefully good. It's a new challenge. It's a new challenge for you.
1: Yeah, it's a feature film, so this is our first feature. We're doing like the editing, all of the post production. Um, Chris is doing the composing, the music mm-hmm. and all the Foley stuff. So all the sound, sound stuff in the background. Amazing. I like working on big picture stuff. Yeah. And then having a reward in the end.
0: Very exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Your name's going to be in the credits. Uh, like, what are you credited as?
1: Um, I we will probably just put it as mellow monster. Cause mm. we'd like that business to get more business. business. Yeah. And we have like just kind of an umbrella of post-production stuff. Awesome.
0: Awesome Ingrid.
1: I feel like Scott is fading. We should we should get <laughs> the, we should get into the planets.
0: Yeah, let's get into the planets. Um yeah, you know, it's like my whole uh I mean my voice is just it's like in this thing where if I say too many sentences then I start coughing every few minutes. So yeah. So let's get into the week. Thank you, Ingrid. This is the week of January seventeenth to the twenty third. And this week we're looking at a couple of big shifts. We've got the North Node moving into Taurus this week. We've got uh, Uranus ending its retrograde transit. And we've got the full moon in Cancer. So, let's start with January 17th, Monday, Moon Day, the day of the moon. We're looking at the full moon in Cancer. The moon is the planetary ruler of Cancer. If... If you're interested in learning about how the full moon, the new moon, the full moon will be affecting you directly, you can go to theweeklytransit.com and sign up for my moon cycle classes. The next round of classes, will be looking at the new moon in Aquarius and the full moon in Leo, but today is the full moon in Cancer. So this is a very special full moon because the moon is in a position of power. It's in the sign that it rules, Cancer.
1: I'm scared. I'm a cancer moon. Does this mean I'm going to be crying all day?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I I mean, (laughs) like we say, like when the moon is in cancer, we're all experiencing what it's like to be a moon in cancer. So everybody is going to be feeling a little more sensitive, a little more caring, a little more kind, a little more nurturing, uh, and a little more cranky potentially.
1: (laughs) The cranky crab.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, following the new moon in Capricorn, which preceded the full moon in Cancer, the new moon in Capricorn was about setting your intentions for what it is you want to accomplish and achieve. The full moon is a release. So what would you like to release in terms of your roots, your upbringing, your childhood the ones who raised and nurtured you, your home life. What would you like to release in these areas that will help give you the lift that you need in order to accomplish and achieve your goals?
1: The last two weeks we were also talking about, while we were setting these new intentions, also being mindful of what types of goals we're setting and letting these old patterns fall away of what we might have picked up from movies or our childhood or wherever these goals came from that aren't really serving us. And making new goals. So maybe this in the end is we could have shifted what goals we'd like to achieve. And then we have to have an emotional release to release to release them.
0: Yeah, I love that you bring that up like the past. I mean, cancer is all about the past and nothing quite reminds us like the past, like the full moon in cancer, because the moon is full because it's fully reflecting the light of the sun. The light that is emanating off of the moon is past light. So think about, you know, what were those childhood dreams that you had? Uh, are they still appropriate for who you are in the present moment? Or they can they be shifted in some way? Is that what you're sort of alluding to?
1: Yeah, totally. Last week you were saying it's like you wanting to be at Mount Everest and being at the top and feeling the success. But at the same time, you personally were like, well, I don't like climbing mountains, so that's a bad goal for me. So maybe it's something like this where you have realized that although you thought maybe you would love to be on the top of the mountain and celebrating, you don't really like the journey to get there. So now you have to redirect and grieve the loss of this dream that you had Mm. of being on top of the mountain because that's not realistic for you and it's not going to fulfill you emotionally.
0: Yes. Yes. So maybe the mountain that you wanted to climb when you were like 12 years old is no longer appropriate for who you are now. Yeah, is a grown adult
1: and even though logically we can understand shifting our goals to be more appropriate it can still be an emotional release to
0: totally that's hard you know if you if you say you want to grow up to be whatever and then you have to come to a point in your life where you're like yeah that's that's not going to be me it can be difficult i've gone through that my own experiences for sure And then I think that, like, there was something that I did wrong.
1: You had mentioned one of your goals was screenwriting.
0: Screenwriting, but even before that, like, I'd wanted to be an actor when I was a kid. Yeah, there was, like, this moment where my parents had, like, got me an agent in L.A. Really? Yeah, and I was probably, like, 12 years old, and the agent was like, okay, well, he's going to have to, you know, come down here all the time. Like I live, I grew up three and a half hours north of LA and it it felt like a total lifestyle change in a sense. And I wasn't really ready for that at that time, but it was something that stuck with me. And then I went to like acting school, uh, when I was older. And, and so that was really like that sort of pie in the sky fantasy. Do you remember
1: the moments where you Realized that maybe this dream was not going to actualize or
0: oh yeah there were several moments there were several moments um I didn't get back into acting school that was like really embarrassing and devastating and mm. I blamed myself and I thought that you know there was something wrong with me yeah. I had like you know totally
1: you fucked up yeah something. exactly Aww. you
0: know and um and then just other m- moments after that, when I was in different acting classes and just, I was terrified, uh, being like on stage and performing in front of people, which I think is a really bad <laughs> attribute <laughs> to have if you want to be an actor. Um, but you know, uh.
1: But you got to try it out. You know, you had that goal and you were trying to see if you could make that happen for yourself.
0: Well, and I blamed myself for years oh. and then... And this girl that I went to acting school with, like, got really huge, too. Um, and And so I would always look at her and, like, oh, my God, like, she's, like, a huge star. And, you know, I always knew, like, there was something special about her as an actor. And she had so much confidence. And she just knew exactly what she was doing and what she needed to do and all these different things. And when I discovered astrology, that's when I was, like, I started researching all these different actors and I was like, wait a second. Like, everybody's primal triad has like an extroverted quality to it, but not mine. It's three introverted signs Scorpio, Pisces, Taurus. So, no wonder I like freeze like a bowl in a china shop Aww. when, you know, and it just like clicked. Everything made sense. I was like, oh my God. Like, that's,
1: that's not my life purpose. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So everything kind of shifted there, but, but this is, you know, an opportunity for anyone out there that's, you know, thought they wanted to be something and it didn't work out exactly that way to, to shed that part of them with nurturing and caring and kindness and move forward in a, in a positive way towards something else.
1: Yeah, we can get so hard on ourselves when we don't live up to our own expectations. Yeah. It's all about the cycle, death and rebirth.
0: Mm-hmm, yes.
1: So not getting too hung up on it and knowing that that's just part of the cycles of life.
0: Yes, yes. So, you know, every year with the full moon in cancer, it's a very healing, nurturing time, nurturing the past, healing the past, releasing the past, and in healing in that way.
1: And healing usually feels uncomfortable. You say you have like a scab and you want to like, you know, pick at it or whatever. Yeah, it's it, like it itches. It's like, no, you got to sit with it. You got to let it heal. And sometimes that's some discomfort, the emotions. You have to go through them. Mm-hmm. So being okay with feeling the emotions that go along with that release. That, yes. doesn't, that doesn't mean you're not healing. That means you're...
0: You are healing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks, Ingrid. Tuesday, January 18th. This is a busy day. So today, lots happening. Uh, We've got Uranus ending its retrograde transit in Taurus, the North Node transiting into Taurus, and Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination, retrograde in Aquarius, aligning with Chiron, the wounded healer and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries. So beginning with Mercury and Chiron, this is a very supportive alignment to heal your conscious mind. Really think about what makes you unique. What are your outside-the-box ideas? Are you afraid to share them? What are your insecurities surrounding sharing these outside-the-box ideas.
1: And Aquarius is the community, so sharing them with maybe more than just your close personal circle.
0: Yes, sharing them with the group, with the club, the organization, the social network. It's like we need your ideas in order to progress the rest of us into the future. How can we exchange these ideas and bounce your crazy ideas off of my crazy ideas to to really formulate a collective idea that is going to progress society into a future that allows for greater independence for all. I mean, when
1: we see Chiron, I always think of like the fears that go along with putting yourself out there and doing the thing that's uncomfortable, but in, in the doing is how we heal the wound.
0: Exactly, and, and when I think of that fear, I think of the fear for here being sharing that idea that it's like people are going to say that's that makes no sense you know that's crazy i mean just working on this film with somebody
1: like i'm doing a lot of critique Mm -hmm. so i'm the outside person i watch the movie and then i say well this scene doesn't make sense and that scene doesn't make sense and every single time it's an uncomfortable moment it's somebody's baby that they're nurturing this project that's everything to them and i'm telling them it's not working you know making all these small little adjustments together to make it work. And it's like, he needs the feedback, although it is uncomfortable. Right. So learning how to heal his film into a thing where like everybody will understand it.
0: Yes. Well, it's even your ability to speak up and say something that is not going to maybe go over well with the person who created it. Oh my God. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. At the end of like the second day, I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure this person fucking hates me. Like, yeah. I just tore their thing apart. I was a, a kind of worried about it because at the end of that day, it was like, it was a really frustrating day. Mm-hmm. And I reached out and just was like, you know, I really, really love your film. And, you know, I wouldn't be giving you these critiques if I didn't believe in it. I think it's going to be so amazing and special and I want it to be the best that it can be. And the response was really grateful. He was like, I absolutely mm. love all of your feedback. Even if we don't end up agreeing, it's super important to know all of these details so we can work them out. And, yes he said he wants to work with me again and then even like then after a week of working together I think it was like yesterday (laughs) we looked at a scene together and I was like wow that scene is amazing and he turned to everyone and he was like well you know what if it went through like the ring of fire like Ingrid (laughs) you know it's got Ingrid's stamp of approval that means everything's good and we can move on like you know the harshest critic but also and yeah a lot of the times I'm like fuck I don't want to I'm gonna say another thing because I gave yeah. all my notes. I'm like, I only have 20 notes. But then you you break <laughs> each scene down. And then there's like 20 notes in every single scene. And yeah, it's been a lot. The the sharing in the community yes. is healing both of us. Yes. Him being able to then
0: receive and you to give.
1: But yeah, it's definitely uh, expressing both of ourselves in the community and growing together.
0: Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay. So let's look at... Now we've got Uranus moving direct. So Uranus began its retrograde transit uh, August 19th. So it's been retrograde since August 19th. It was at 14 degrees. Now it's rolled back to 10 degrees. So, you know, really look at, at what's in your astrological code around 10 degrees, especially if you have key points at 10 degrees in Leo or Aquarius because Uranus is squaring those points which means you're getting some sort of shake it's a revolution in that area if it's like if your venus is at 10 degrees in leo or you're 10 degrees in aquarius you're getting a shake to your relationships you're going through a revolution that
1: feels uncomfortable and scary yes i mean i think that when you have that that shake up that's the opportunity to look at things with fresh eyes yes and see what you really want like when things aren't working then it's like you have to reinvent you have to re-imagine things in a new way and see how you can make things work for you
0: there's a wake-up call happening in terms of what it is you value in the material realm so if you're born with the sun at 10 degrees in leo or 10 degrees in Aquarius. You're going through a wake-up call of what you value in terms of your identity, how you reflect within yourself. Uh, But for everyone, as Uranus, as we always talk about here, Uranus transiting through Taurus is all about reestablishing what it is you value in the material realm and why, and what you need to do in order to secure what it is you value. What money do you need to make? How are you going about making that money Now, coupling onto this theme is the North Node, which is the soul's purpose, the karmic pathway of the soul. The North Node has been transiting through Gemini for the last year and a half, and it's been teaching us how to be better communicators. Now, the North Node is going to teach us how to be better with money really yes
1: oh we're starting the shift
0: yeah this is a big shift wow okay big shift yes so the north node is going to be transiting through taurus until july 17th 2023 july 17th 2023 so we've got a like a year and a half of the north node in taurus
1: so now that we have like ideally improved upon our communication over this last year and a half which i have to say i have done a lot of work and i have Feeling much better about it, mm-hmm. yeah. Now moving into a more financial aspect. Yes, the stability. I think that's. I mean, it's obviously an organic transition. It's just the planets are moving us. Yes, into a new phase.
0: Yes. So think back to what was going on in your life between April thirteenth, two thousand and three, and December twenty fifth, two thousand and four that was the last time the north node was transiting through taurus and if you can go back far enough if you're old enough
1: that was like i think when i like graduated high school high school It was like high school and college mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah that makes sense yeah that is yeah. i was
1: broke as shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're getting some real lessons on money yeah. then. If you can go back even further, September 11th, 1984 to April 5th, 1986 was the last time before that that the North Node transited through Taurus. So maybe some people were like born that are listening were born during that period. Yeah. If so, you are experiencing your North Node return. Oh, over shit. This, yes. So it's like an awakening If you're somebody who was born between, let's say, September 11th, 84 and April 5th, 86, you're somebody whose soul's purpose is to learn how to honor what it is you value and take care of your own material security. It's not about sharing with other people. It's about this is mine. This is my money. And so this is the frequency that we're all working with right now over the next year and a half is like, what is my money? how am i taking care of my money
1: i mean looking back during that period i was living with a boyfriend in high school or whatever at high school and then i moved out of his place back home and then i moved into a new place with a new boyfriend obviously <laughs> and then also moved back out of his place and that was the first time that i lived alone was during this period okay and it was like me coming into being financially stable on my own yes and that was the end of that transit
0: yes wow Wow. Okay, yeah, that
1: was a really monumental time for me.
0: So you leveled up financially for yourself. Yes. Think about how you would like to level up financially between now and July seventeenth, twenty twenty three.
1: I'm I'm very excited for this period. Like looking back, I feel like that Gemini North Node shit was really tough. Like learning these lessons in communication, and I I feel like I'm a whole different person from when it started. And I wish I would have had these skills before then, but I guess it just wasn't the time. But I think I'm ahead of the game coming into this one. I have some lessons from my past, and I'm like going into the communication one, I was lacking severely. Going into the financial one, I feel like I'm a little more stable. So this will be a time to really level up where I'm getting like a really good grasp on
0: what I can do here and what kind of stability I can have for myself. Totally. Well, going into the communication one, You had no idea anything about astrology at that point. True, this is true.
1: That was the very beginning of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so like you've actually, during that period, you've been consciously working on your communication, which is setting you up for success in working on your finances.
1: Dude, communication is like the building block of everything. Yes. So I'm glad that I found astrology during that time period. So now things things will be easier for me. And hopefully hopefully everybody else.
0: Yes. Awaken your mind. Now your mind's awake. Now be clear about what you value, why you value it. What are your likes and dislikes? Sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. The five physical senses. Get clear about what you enjoy and why. And secure it. Establish it and secure it. That's the objective. Okay, so moving forward to Wednesday, January 19th. Well, we're looking at the North Node in Taurus, once again, is now aligning with the Sun in Capricorn. So this is a supportive Earth-Earth alignment. It's a nice alignment to have midweek when we're uh, starting, beginning this new transit with the North Node in Taurus, Because the sun at the final degree in Capricorn is about, it's bringing light, life and vitality towards what it is you want to accomplish and achieve. So what do you want to accomplish and achieve in terms of establishing what it is you value in the material realm? And what do you need to accomplish and achieve in order to secure what it is you value in the material realm? How can you become an authority? How can you become an authority on what it is you value what you like and dislike
1: i mean just looking at it it's an earth earth alignment Mm -hmm. so that feels very grounding supportive nurturing
0: it's about reality what's real
1: if you set intentions for how you want your life to look in terms of the material world and then matching that with your ambitions achievement authority from that capricorn energy Mm -hmm. they they do they just go hand in hand so if you're on the same page you're going to feel comfortable and stable when your goals and ambitions are fulfilling your life's purpose.
0: Yes. If your goals and ambitions are fulfilling your needs, your material needs. Yeah. That's connecting these two right here.
1: I mean, it's really just like a culmination of this month Mm -hmm. is leading up to this of having realistic goals for the things that actually make us happy. Yes. What are the goals that we want to achieve that accomplish that goal? Because we in the past have had some fantasies.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like clearing out, like we talked about on Monday, clearing out those past dreams.
1: They don't serve us anymore.
0: It's not who I am. Clearing that out. Now, what am I bringing in? How am I recreating? It's recreating the structure of who you are and where you want to be, the new you.
1: Yeah, the new reality.
0: New reality. Yes. Amazing. Also on Wednesday, January 19th, Very important alignment occurring. The sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, moving into Aquarius, which is the sign symbolized by the water bearer, that crazy person that had the idea of bringing water from the stream to the village. And when they did, they went from being crazy to a genius. So this is that period where the sun is moving through Aquarius, which continues from January 19th to February 18th. This is an opportunity for you to get your freak on, to be uniquely you, to be the unique individual that you are. What makes you outside the box? What is your crazy outside of the box idea? What is it? Share it with the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause. We need to hear your crazy idea. It may not make sense to me or anyone else, but that doesn't matter because when you go back to however long ago when people had never even seen a jug before and they went down to the stream every day and drank out of the stream like an animal, it sounded crazy for somebody to say, I'm going to figure out how to bring water from the stream to the village. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, Because (laughs) no one's ever thought of that before. Like, (laughs) but you do the work required. That's that Saturn energy. So Aquarius is that, it's that really kind of weird sign where you've got the planet of restriction, Saturn, and the planet of rebellion, Uranus, as the planetary rulers of Aquarius, So how does the planet of restriction and the planet of rebellion rule the same sign? It's the crazy but hardworking water bearer who becomes a genius once they've done the work required to bring their crazy idea into reality. And they show up in the village with the jug of water and everyone's like, holy shit, they brought water (laughs) from the stream to the village. It's here. It's in the village. So what is that idea for you? What is that idea How can you be logical within yourself? How can you use your brain, your genius mind? What is the work that you need to do to bring that into reality? Ingrid, this is your 11th house.
1: What's my 11th house?
0: Well, the 11th house is associated with the 11th sign, which is Aquarius. And your north node is in the 11th house. I have lots of ideas. Okay.
1: I guess this is the time to really start sharing them. I feel like I have so many so many little feelers out there or lists of different projects that i'd like to work on so this is the time to actually be communicating with the people that i'm in relationship with and like in my community about what these concepts are so i can move on to the next step after that
0: yeah who's your community who are you sharing these ideas with and what is the responsibility between you and the other people that you're working with about bringing this idea into reality okay Get to work, Ingrid. I'm ready. And everyone out there, because Capricorn is Saturn, but then we've got another month with Aquarius, which is also ruled by Saturn. So this is this is how the year starts out. Work, 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 work. Push forward your crazy ideas. Uh, okay, okay. So here we go again. North Node again. This is uh, Thursday, January 20th. Thursday, January 20th, the North Node in Taurus now aligning with the Moon in Leo. So the Moon has now moved on to Leo. This is a very tense alignment because Leo is fixed fire, Taurus is fixed Earth, both fixed, strong alignment, but Earth extinguishes fire, fire scorches Earth. And it's the lion and the bull. It's the lion. And the bull don't back down from anyone or anything. I think of this as the Taurus energy is like the banker. And the Leo energy is like the king. The king doesn't worry what the fuck it costs. I'm the king. I, I spend whatever money I want. And a little more reckless. <laughs> yeah. And the banker's like, uh well, we actually <laughs> have to pay for things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't just have an endless pot of money over here, so uh, we do need to manage it in some way. So
1: you get like impatient, you're like these these are all of the material things I want, and now I am emotional and I want them and I want them now. Yeah.
0: Being that tyrant, saying like, "Well, I, Scott said that I was supposed to establish what it is I value, and I value a brand new Bugatti." So you know? now <laughs> I went on a
1: shopping spree. Yeah,
0: exactly. So there's got to be some sort of balance here. Uh, what is in your heart about what you what you want, but is also somewhat responsible. As well,
1: I think that it can bring about discomfort today because you want something that you cannot have yes, yet. Yes, yes. So, whatever that discomfort is, paying attention to it and deciding what you can do in this moment to either maybe plan for the future or do something on a very small level to give you that emotional satisfaction. Maybe you can't go get that brand new Bugatti, yeah. but you can maybe do something nice in your home. Buy some candles, do something for your senses that is in some sort of reasonable
0: amount for your budget. There you go. There you go. I like that. So where you can feel a little decadent, but also within your budget.
1: Yeah, maybe you just, you know, get a lease on a new car, but like a economy car.
0: Yes. Like Ingrid's rental car (laughs) that she (laughs) loves so much.
1: That fucking car (laughs) almost killed me.
0: Did you get your car back, by the way? I did, but then... Oh, my God. It broke Just, down again.
1: Okay, this retrograde <laughs> is not off to a good start. Just as I was coming in the house, my one of my tires was like, Hi, I'm low, which oh, I'm pretty God. sure I ran over this giant fucking pothole. In LA, the potholes here are insane. And then, I mean, this has nothing to do with it, but also the retrograde. I accidentally left my heater on all day, this, yeah. like, radiator heater. And then my house was a million degrees. And then I think that somehow that heated up my mirror on the wall that that flew off and broke into a million pieces
0: so that was that's the mercury retrograde monday
1: yeah yeah so all three of those combined are like trying to have some patience over
0: here for all the shit that's gonna happen oh boy oh boy hang in there ingrid hang in there okay moving on to friday friday january 21st we're looking at uranus again In Taurus, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected, aligning with the moon, which has moved on to Virgo, the planet of emotions in the analytical sign. Ingrid just made a face (laughs) 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 about the moon in Virgo. yes yes we're now getting very critical in our emotions where it's like you spent what (laughs) (laughs) that was way too much money
1: (laughs) now you can go return stuff today
0: yes exactly return stuff get rid of stuff sell sell some other material items online uh perhaps or something like that in order to pay for your new purchase Uh, Maybe something like that is going on here. But there's some sort of shake occurring to your material security uh, that is causing you to take a more analytical look at uh, what what you're valuing in the material realm.
1: I also see it setting some time aside to analyze your emotions relating to the material. Yes.
0: Good note. Yes.
1: So maybe you are having that discomfort from yesterday. Today you're kind of sitting with it and being like, okay, well, why... Did I feel that? You know, why did I feel the need so badly to want that new car? What is that going to fulfill for me? Mm -hmm. And maybe just seeing the why behind our emotional discomfort that comes up around the material world.
0: Yes, I like that. I like that. Excellent. Excellent, Ingrid. Thank you. Okay, on to the next day. And uh, here we are again with the moon in Virgo. Aligning with the North Node in Taurus, again, so the North Node in Taurus making several appearances this week, and I think this goes right back to like what you were talking about, really analyzing what it is you value in the material realm, why, why am I spending money here, why am I spending money there, Or do I need to spend money in this place instead of that place, how much money is there to go around, Uh, how am I taking care of my health my diet, my day—you de- know—that's that's a big part of uh, of the Virgo energy is health and diet. And when I think of Taurus, I also think of food that decadence. So maybe you might want to rethink your diet in some way. Maybe you've been too decadent with what you've been eating, and there's this is an opportunity to really restructure and reorganize how you are consuming food. The consumption
1: factor. I mean, it takes more than, I mean, this, the Virgo moon energy, this being critical of how we are feeling and analyzing it is so important because it is so easy to have that like fire energy of just spending and, you know, the instant gratification of that. But really we need to know the why behind it so we can plan for our future and actually be fulfilled with our material instead of filling it up with things that don't actually fill us up and that's why you like keep spending, you keep spending you're never gonna fill the cup when you don't know why you're filling it. Yes. Or maybe you're you're filling it with the wrong things. Yes,
0: yes. All great notes. And that was Saturday, January twenty second. So now Sunday, January twenty-third. Mercury is retrograded back and is crossing over the sun, which is moving forward through Aquarius, they are conjunct, the giver of light, life, and vitality with the planet of communication. So even though Mercury is retrograde, hopefully this offers some clarity in the communication, in sharing the ideas. So thinking back to Wednesday when the sun moved into Aquarius, thinking back. Are you sharing these ideas? What has the feedback been? How is the conversation going? Now is the time to articulate your thoughts. You're being given support with the planet of communication being illuminated by the planet of vitality.
1: So is this a day for more sharing in the community, or is this a day for like analyzing maybe the feedback that you've gotten already?
0: Well, I think it's it's about sharing and Listening, receiving the feedback, sharing more, receiving the feedback, sharing more back and forth. Let's have a conversation.
1: Mm, I let's, hear that. You know,
0: this is like, let's get the group together.
1: Continuing the conversation. You brought it up, but you can't just bring up your idea and leave it there and to bye, die.
0: See you later. And yeah. hopefully somebody picks it up from there. Yeah. You know, no, you got to keep the conversation going. This is about really getting out there in the community. What are you sharing? Keep communicating. Keep sharing. Keep sharing these ideas.
1: I mean, since it's all Saturn rules, Aquarius, so maybe it's also about like the responsibility, the follow up. Keep making plans with these people to continue talking about your ideas. Yes. They're not just going to magically happen. You actually have to work at it. So being responsible about, yeah, continuing the conversation, doing something with that feedback and
0: following up with the people you shared it with. That's it. Follow up. Keep planning. Keep following the plan. Keep creating more of the plan as it continues on down the road. Yes.
1: Even though Mercury was in retrograde this week, it feels like a really positive, a really positive week.
0: Yes. There's a lot of support occurring. Uh, There's some very clear objectives. You know, Mercury retrograde is going to bring its challenges, but as long as you're focused on the objectives at hand, then you're going to navigate your way through these challenges whatever they may be anything else I think that's it Ingrid amazing thank you so much
1: well I hope you feel better
0: thank you I do too thank you thank you Ingrid
1: yeah we'll see you next week see you next week Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his New Moon Full Moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit.